Okay, so today I'm here with... You want some more? Okay, and I'm here trying to give back to the homeless. And today, Russell, I'm going to ask you a few questions about living in Chicago with homelessness. Okay. So, would you... How, how did... How did you get to this predicament? What was it? Something extremely bad happened to you? Well, I was, I, know, I was released from a county jail during the COVID. And um, I asked the county jail, let them know I was homeless. And they told me point blank, Troy said that out. Well, just go through them gates right there. You got a big old home. I came over here, trying to get in Pacific Ground Missions. I couldn't get in because of the COVID. And I tried getting in, I couldn't get in. And that's how I went up here. So I, froze, I actually froze during the rain for like three days. I was soaking wet. Until I was able to get a tent. I got a two-man tent more than that. So the city basically told you they pushed you out to the city and... Yeah, that's exactly what they did. What do you think the city Especially could do the better? Especially the county jail has no system whatsoever or, 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 or process whatsoever that when you release, if you're homeless, they put you out. They send you to a place. I know before I left because I knew I was possibly leaving that they would... I tried setting up beforehand and they're so outdated that they, they was, I couldn't get no help. They talking about what well, go to me. They gave me a piece of paper that was outdated. And they told me the, the council told me that these these outdated. We don't know if it's still helping. I said, well, what goes into me now? I said, you know, because I might know I'm be leaving soon, and I wind up leaving with nothing. I literally nothing. The only thing I had was little clothes I had from collecting in the county jail that they were donated to me, and some paperwork, and that's it. So they released you with. No nothing. help, nothing. nothing. They didn't even give me a bus pass. Not even a job, any job opportunity to apply for? No, not, they didn't even give me a bus pass. They said, go ahead and walk. So you made your way from the county jail. Was this your first stop, 10 City? No, Pacific Ground Mission was my first stop. Pacific I walked Ground from the county jail in the rain to Pacific Ground Mission, soaking wet. They wouldn't let me in, so I wound up sleeping outside in, in the rain and trying to keep underneath that bridge over there. So what exactly is Pacific Ground Mission? Pacific Ground Mission is a shelter. It's the shelter? And yeah, it's the shelter. It's right there on Canal and 16th. Did they give you an exact reason why they wouldn't let you in? Yeah, COVID. So They said, oh, we don't know if you're clean. We don't know the test. I just got they to. even try to at least try to test you? No. So They, they wouldn't even open the door. They didn't give you an opportunity? Nothing. They wouldn't even open the door. You, you speak on the intercom. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't even open the door. They said, go to the hospital, do this, this, and that. And I'm like, I'm walking. They want you to give. They want you to put more money out there and use your time and effort just to get into the shelter. And you don't have a... Full, it's not even a full percent that you'll get in. Yeah, now I'm guaranteeing you in. It's not a guarantee at all. Yeah, it wasn't a guarantee. How did, how did, how did, how did seeing that the government is not here to help you make you feel? I was pissed. You know, because it's a situation when you, you're an individual child actually trying to change your life around from being doing bad things in life and, uh, and uh, trying to fix that and to reach out trying to get help and the resources weren't there, it was difficult. So I went up, doing, I went up here and I just got comfortable here, and I just try to do little odd jobs here, and then I try to clean the tent city as much as I can. Thanks to the to, to one and all of them, we have our garbage cans now, and we have a toiletry and all that. Just bubbles, and we, we try to see, we try, we're actually trying to clean it up. And uh, it was Brian Cisco, the alderman. He he was able to give us the uh, garbage cans and the uh, and the toiletry. I mean the uh, toilet potty and hand cleaners. He got these out here for us. Yeah, because you know he know you know he's been out here. He knows the situation. We have that all men try helping, then we have other all men just try to get rid of us. And now we, if you look on the side, uh, we have signs down there. They we did a, they did a protest with uh, Lori Lightfoot, 
about the CHA buildings, but try to open, have them open up for we can actually go in and have some place to live. We have people come out here, they, they put you on waiting list for um for for uh housing and the lady I've been on it, it's been three years. Three years on the waiting list? For me. Three years. Because I am I'm not disabled. I have no funding coming from the government to pay for certain things. So I can't get in. So three years. <laughs> I applied in 2018. I got a question. How do you welcome new people? Like new people that want to come here, set up well, actually, yeah, how do you welcome new people? To well, this I've had a couple of uh, ladies and a couple guys. They actually came up and said, "Listen, man, I'm I'm hungry. We have no place to live, so we took what I took whatever old tents we had and fixed them and put them in. This where they have some place to live. So that's what I do. Other people, I can't speak for other people, but I try to help the homeless as much as I can. I got a question. How do you keep hope alive sometimes? How do you keep hope alive in some sense? How do you keep hope alive? Because Oh, the heavens. Oh. I trust in the heavens. Trust I'm not going to lie. I trust in the heavens. And if it wasn't for that, I don't think I'd be standing here. Because I think that's what keeps me safe. And all my faith in that. I know things don't work out. And uh, it's just like, give an give example. I'm in truck driving school. My truck driving school is on hold because the police lied in the report and said I made an accident. Went through a wall doing fence, which I know I didn't. So my license is on suspended right now. And I'm trying to get that straightened out because I can't finish truck driving school before I get out of Tent City flying the home. And I'm give me a home wall. Not so you, home, but you're fighting multiple things. You're fighting housing situations. And I'm the fighting the city about the I'm the fighting the city now about my driver's license. Because uh, I've been out of school now for nine weeks. Because I can't drive the truck to finish the school before I can get uh because I don't have my driver's license because they lied in the report on the, uh about the accident that it was an accident, but it was, I, I, I sent it to the curb and tapped the pole, and the airbag hit me. They said I went through the Walgreens fence, which I know was impossible, because if you go over to North Avenue in Cicero, the right there on North Avenue in Cicero, as I was turning on, on Cicero, a guy ran out and me started hitting him. I hit the, I hit the brake, kicked it out, and slid into the curb. Well, right there was this parked cars, and right next to it is a street. And then, parked cars, and then the sidewalk, and then Walgreens fence. So I'm like, I know damn well, I didn't go through all that through Walgreens fence because the only report said I damaged the Walgreens fence. So how did I get over a deep curve through park cars, park cars, street, park cars, curve, and the fence? So I'm trying to straighten that out. So I can't do that because look, the, the, uh, everything's closed downtown, they said. So you fighting the case with the police still? Yes. Because of yes. The, the lie? Huh? Because of the lie? Well, that, no, because it's some other things. Because I, uh, other things had happened. That's why I was in the county jail. I understand. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to be honest with you guys. No, it's, but it still doesn't mean that the government shouldn't be, no matter how deep in the hole you should fall, it shouldn't mean the government shouldn't be helping oh, you I, at all. I want my license. If I can finish truck driving school, get off, get off, get off the street of uh, uh, Tennessee and get something. And I can always help, help as much as I can. I would never forget the people who come here. So I, when I work, I'll be I'll become one of the donors. But I can't do that because my driver's license. I understand that um, some misconception is most homeless people will come here because they're off drugs and. Well, there, there are people who are alcoholics and drug addicts, but who's fighting their addictions. And there are, there's multiple people on the streets like that, but them them habits and addictions that they need help for from from the government and other resources. 
before they can correct their lies. So you feel like with more help, there will be less homeless people. Oh, without doubt. With you know, alcoholic centers being able to be admitted because I know they're sin- I know they're sinners, but they're not admitting people. Yeah. So you feel like with more admissions to alcoholic centers, driver schools, people will be a lot cleaner. They won't be so like I told you. I, I stressed out. I fell into depression. I found about my God. I fell into depression for like the last two months, and I it, it's my sleeping disorder and not sleep and not eating and all that. And I was it was it was really bad. It wasn't until my buddy Rick. He, uh, he said, man, you got to wake up, bro. He said, you got a chance here. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah he's right. So I'm t- like, actually, last three days, I'm trying to, man, I was trying to get to, I was like, well, you guys can't do it. You, I just woke up. Yeah, I slept like a, like a day and a half. A day and a half of just sleeping? Yeah, just sleeping. I, I'll be up like six days because I was, you know, the pressure thing, and I woke up. I mean, I, I just passed out, you know, and I slept like two days after that, and then got up and processed again. But so now I'm trying to help my sleeping disorder, try to get to the process of getting to a routine and try to straighten the stuff out so I can get my driver's license. And once I get that, finish the school. And the great, the great thing about it was when I got locked up, uh, the school stayed with me. You know, and I haven't been over there like in nine weeks. But I told you, I fell into depression. I didn't even want to talk to nobody. Well, I'm going to have to go over there and talk to them let them know what's going on. So you feel as though the school is helping more than the government is right now? Yeah, hell yeah. My church driving school, boys truck driving school, right here on 18th Street. They help it way more than the no, government. Man, they help more. They help me more than anything. When I when I, they they give me food, uh, they giving me money to help me feed, feed me and everything. They stay with me and all the the, the people are glad and uh, stuff on that. They're good people. So. That's, that's the best I can do right now. Until I get my driver's I can't do anything besides find side work, but that's been difficult too because of the fact is everybody's worried about the COVID. Uh, you know? Well, thank you for your time, Russell. It I was nice talking that. to you. Thank you. I appreciate hey. it. Thank you, guys. Oh, I appreciate that, guys. I thought it was different one All right, I'm here with my guest today. Lexus. And my name is Volante, and today we're going to this week is all about giving to the people that need it the most. Um, um, Alexis, how are you feeling today? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Can't complain. You know, I just, you know, feel great, you know, giving back to those that need it the most more than me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I got a question. I got, I wonder, um, I got a question. Mm-hmm. How do you think people who are not homeless view people who are homeless? Um... I can say this, the most stereotype that between people who aren't and between people those are homeless that, oh, we dirty, oh, we don't know no better, we don't keep clean and everything like that. And that's, you know, really not the case. You know, some of us, I would say majority of us out here is actually cleaner, cleaner than the people that are houses and whatnot, surprisingly. And it's it's more it's more or less we we look out for each other, not saying that people who have homes don't look out for each other and whatnot. It's just it's a family out here more than anything. Y'all put cause I think y'all you feel like people don't put themselves put themselves in like you guys shoes as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing like okay 
the coronavirus, everybody lost their jobs. So it's like those people who lost their jobs and you know can't pay you know bills and everything like that are starting to feel like like okay, these are how the homeless people are seeing and seeing our struggle on a day to day basis and everything like that. Do you ever feel like people that do stuff like this, you know? Do you ever feel like people that do stuff like this, like do this for like popularity, like, you know, to get some TV time ever? Like, do you ever feel used for popularity in any way? Uh, so, yes and no. The yes part is, yeah, you get some people that do it for popularity and then you got other people, which is the no part. Uh, you got people that that's just do it like you guys do just want to help us out just to help us out and everything yeah, like we don't that. care about the cameras no. and media and all so that. that that's like a yes and no in a, in a sense you, like i said you got some people that just do it for tax write-off and everything like that and then you got people like yourself that you know like i said that just do it because of the kindness of your hearts and everything what was what was it like the first night being homeless like what was the feelings you had what was it like like uh what was the first night I, the first night for me was pretty difficult because it's like okay i just came from a three-bedroom house mm-hmm. to, to straight out broke <laughs> so it's like it was it was rough i can honestly say i cried the first night i was out here i honestly did but then you, you you meet people out here that's like okay listen you okay everything's gonna be all right you're gonna just because you don't got a house or apartment or a condo or whatever don't mean like don't doesn't mean that you can't yeah. live the way you used to and I, and I, my favorite saying to tell people out here is just because you live just because you out here homeless doesn't mean you look like homeless and yeah. i can get people people I could be walking out down the street, and you wouldn't even know that I'd be homeless. Because right. the way I dress and the way I act and according and everything like that, and that's what a lot of people out here. And that's the main thing. Just because you're homeless doesn't mean you got to look like you're homeless. What are some changes that you've noticed in the homeless community? Um, the, the most change that I've seen since I've been, since I've been homeless excuse me was the fact of the matter is people are more willing now since this virus been out and everything like that before you know not saying that people wasn't trying to be helpful or everybody out here wasn't helpful before but it's just like since this virus has been out everybody is more of the fact like okay you help me i help you type of thing even more so other other than that um I, I really haven't seen, you know, too many changes. You know, you got some people that got their apartments just waiting, you know, to get the keys to, to the apartments and everything like that. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, it's just a big family. It's, yeah. it's just like, you know, we in this together and we're going to make it out together. Yeah. That's how, And that's how it's supposed to be. Um, What motivates you? What motivates you every day that, you know, it could be a better day? Like what keep like what keeps faith what keeps you to have faith? Um, my son. Your son? Yeah. How, how old is your son? He's eight months, and 
I can't speak for a lot of people. I can but for myself. I wake up, think about my kids. And he's the reason why I keep pushing, go to work every every night and whatnot, or work graveyard shifts. Other people might be oh a lot of people other people here might be the same thing, the kids and everything. Other people might be like, Okay, I got a girl out here, I got a dude out here, I'm with we gonna make our hair together and stuff. So it's just it depends on the person but to me it's I'll wake up every morning thanking God for not having me six feet under, thanking God for my son that's that I, that God blessed me with and I keep pushing for him and him only. That's from that's mm-hmm. and that should always be the motivation. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you think the government can help change? Um, to prevent, you know, the, the homeless rate, to prevent, you know, to prevent it. Um, I would say the biggest thing is housing. And I say that simply because of the fact that, um, I know Chicago, period. When I go to, like, the different neighborhoods in Chicago, I see a lot of abandoned buildings, like a lot of burnt down buildings. And to me, okay. I see a lot of band, abandoned buildings, a lot of burnt down buildings. They could uh, re, uh, rehab those buildings and give it to us to help us out. We can stay there for like six months rent free or a year six months free, however they want to decide it. And that could be beneficial. So I was like, okay, now we have a roof over our head. Now we can shower, wash clothes, cook food. Not saying that we don't cook food out here because we do. But I'm saying like on a day-to-day basis, it's like that's the biggest thing because Chicago has, like I said before, a lot of abandoned buildings out here, sad to say. And it doesn't even have to be a nice apartment, condo, house, whatever. It could, they could just do rehab buildings for us and make it comfortable with us because we're happy. I would say me, I'd be happy with a roof of my head. Right, amen. And you know, be able to shower every day. Why you no know, cook food for myself every day. Now I feel the worry like okay, I can't eat this because I don't got a microwave. I can't eat no food of food because I don't got no microwave to eat it up. Right. So that's yeah, that's the biggest thing because food food, clothes, sheets, stuff like that, it's not a problem. Right. It's it's mainly the housing thing. If if the government did that one thing, I think everybody will be cool out here. I think. That's right. They need. They need to like you know stop putting themselves in there in your like, you guys' shoes and understand yeah. that like you know. You need help. What are some like life lessons that you think that you could teach to the world? Oh, uh, life lessons. Ooh, that's a whole lot. Since since mm-hmm. since, being, since being home, like what is some like what is like a lesson to teach? Oh. Uh, Never judge a book by its cover. That's the main thing. Cause like like I said before, you would never know that half these people out here is homeless just because the way they look and how they dress themselves. That's the big thing right there. Um, there's so there's so many things on this list. Um, but the that is the main thing. Just because you know. We, some of us out here work and everything like that, you know, have jobs. We just saving up our money and, and whatnot, you know, to 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 get our own space and, and everything. That I would say that's the biggest lesson 
that I can say. He never judge a book by its cover. And another thing, you know, put put yourself in our shoes. Because it's like, I could I could rip and run all all day all all night and and not get nowhere. You see what right. I'm saying? And like out here, it's more like I said, it's a family. And, you know, we we are one. We is a big happy, well not happy, but happy Sundays. But we one big ass family out here. Like we look out for each other. That's like uh, what's I saying? Um. What's that? It's like um, you don't 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 bite the hand that feeds you. Oh, That's yeah. how it is out here. Like if you help me, just this expect okay, I, I want something back too, or you might want something back, right? right? And it's like it's not no doggy dog out, doggy dog world out here at all. Because there shouldn't be no competition. We all no. should be want to be successful. You're right, and that's the main thing. Everybody out here want to be successful. And that's the thing with me. If I got to make sure everybody here get a house before I do, trust me. That's my thing. And it's just, it's, like I said, it's just a big-ass family out here. Like, there's, there's really no specific lesson because everybody can learn from us. Everybody. At least one thing, whether it be small, big, or little. Everybody, even, even me. There's some things that you might know that I don't. And there's some things that I might, that... You might not know, oh, and yeah. I can teach you. Most definitely. And so it's like, it, it's just, in this particular homeless situation, it's just like, just imagine yourself putting yourself in our shoes for the night. And it's like, out here we deal with big ass rats. When I say big ass oh, rats. Oh, I seen one today. Oh, you see, I you seen one over there, matter of fact. Yeah, there go one right there. <laughs> <laughs> big ass rats. You right. some got bigger than that. They, they, they. The rats is, you know, they're like, trust me, they come more at night. <laughs> oh, I figure, yeah. Yeah, it just, you know, the, and the thing with me, I don't, I don't care about the rats and shit. I'm, I'm used to the rats and shit yeah. and the bugs, you know. But it, it's just so much different things that you can learn from us. You're just so, I, I can't just put it all in one, you know. <laughs> That I say those two are the biggest housing and uh, excuse me and being a family and everything. Well, I thank you, Lexus, for your time, and I hope for the best for you and your son that y'all can get into a better, better you know environment. Thank you know, you. especially to raise your son. Thank you know, you. I really mm -hmm. do. Thank you for your time. No problem. No problem. Mm -hmm. Everything. They just had a big fight down there. Motherfuckers got stabbed in the head. Man, it's blood all over the sidewalk by the water tower. Will you wash your hands? It's blood all over the sidewalk. My chair, look, blood. My chair was down there. No, just this one. Just this one. It was down there. It was blood all over my chair. So the two different sides is way different. That yeah. side is. Bug is calm. Bug. Jamaica is a. So bug called. Rowdy. That, that's the ghetto. ghetto. Yeah, yeah, like this ghetto. Yeah, this is summer. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. It is really like that. Like this is like real calm and quiet all the time. That's like rowdy and loud all the time. From this too. From well, side down. So who decides to hey, this is my half? It's a middle. It's a middle. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. Did you have? It's a middle. And bug. Bug was down on that end all these years. So that's bug side.
bug the lo the longest one on that end. So that's his side. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Jamaica, the longest one on this end. So that's his side. Got you. So if, you, if they decide to leave, then the, the right. person... Then it go to the person up under there. So who's that person? Up under Jamaica? Beer. Oh, okay. And who's the person down here? Um, ain't nothing in the bug right now. Oh. So you could be the person that meets the bug if you want Probably to. Probably so. He always keep telling me to take over shit. He want me to take over over there. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh. Bug ain't going nowhere, though. Bug yeah, yeah, he said that. Bug like his, his space. He bug. Because it's very comfortable down there. Bug like yeah, to be. Yeah, nice little spot. Yeah, he like to be out free. He bug don't have to be. Bug to be an owl. Bug don't want to be an owl. Bug don't. He don't. He like this. He, he free spirit. He free spirit. He got good energy. He does. Yeah. I was looking for him. I was ready for him to dance. Because he be getting there. <laughs> yeah, that's my brother. Me and him, me and him talk all the time. I Yo. saw Lexi. Yeah, me and her, she, she wants some bullshit. We into it. Yeah, we into it. She wants some bullshit. It's all good. Did the person who got stabbed in the head live? Yeah, they alive. They, they, down here, still hanging. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't let that go yet. These left. people like <laughs> this shit. They like that down there. Them some rowdy ass people down there. They like that. Oh, when I, I go up there, I sit on the sidewalk. I don't even sit in Ten City. I sit on the sidewalk. Oh, I got a question. How many people do you think live in like ghetto and suburb together? All together, it's like 30 of us, 30, 31 of us out here. How many people do, how, how, has it been more than that? Yeah, some people have moved and left. So, I had heard that there were more up, cities around some the people city. Locked up. It ain't that. Oh. It's a lot of different places with tents. You walking off your makeup? Oh, that's all right. It's a lot of places around here with tents. It's the low, it's Lower Wacker, down in Chinatown. Mm-hmm, I've seen over there. It's right there by the UPS. When you go down this way and go around, on um, well, Canal, loop, uh -huh. loop around Canal, it's down up under the bridge right there. It's a mm -hmm. tent, tent, I think that's like town. 18th and Canal, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a tent town down there, too. Tent towns all over the It's the shelter over there, though, right? Uh, it's shelters all over the place. Shelter right there. Yeah, no, I know it's a shelter. Like, shelters is full of else. shit. Shelters is full of shit down here. It's like being in jail. You ain't living that shit. Do y'all, do people, do they try to kick you out of, out of this place? Or they like, they let y'all leave? They, they did, you know, they did. And then, like, like, they left us alone. Then they start, I mean, so I heard they know, cleared they, out they, they help. That's because a, a man died in here. Oh, died, he froze to death in his tent. He ain't had no heaters and stuff. He want insulated, he want ready, he want prepared. He froze it. We having this memorial. What his name? Wayne. We having this memorial next week. You know anything about bicycle? What was it? The bicycle hanging on the tree or something like that? Or yeah, that's cause what's his name got shot down there. Doug got shot and killed down there in Jamaica. That's his bike. By somebody in Tennessee? Yeah, by another man that was in Tennessee. Started to see. Wow. So they the founders. Yeah. Yeah. 
said Mama. Wow. Mama, Mama Betty. Betty. Mama Betty and Doug. Doug, Mama Betty, and her Mama Betty husband, Uncle Willie. Doug, Mama Betty, and Willie. Yeah. They started Ten City. So you said that they. So why do Jamaica have that in there? Because they don't want that. They don't. They they ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? They do their own thing. They do their little panhandling. They come in their tent. You barely see them. She always come down here to me, baby, what you doing? You know, like, she come last night, she's like, what you doing? You and that, you and the dudes and that. I hope y'all got enough fucking. Look, she talked to me like that, like, I'm like, I ain't fucking. She like, oh, Lord. well, I came down here to see you earlier. I was like, well, I probably was asleep. She like, oh, I'm like, she like, you got some shoes? You know, some flip-flops. She needs some flip -flops. I'm like, yeah, I got some. She's like, oh, this is cute. Yeah, I ain't see her no more today. How old is she? They old, little old people. Oh, yeah, right. How old? Like, you I don't know, like old people. 60, 70? I don't know. <laughs> they old people, that's all I know. <laughs> little old people. I like 67. Uncle Willie probably like 70. You probably be seeing her. She be standing down there. She dressed like a little young girl. She wear little stretch pants, <laughs> little leggings and shit. And she got a curly gray little afro. I ain't seen no lady. Hey, she probably she be down there panhandling. Oh, where y'all going? Oh, I just seen him. You want my key? You want my key so you go in? I'm in the back talking to Out of place, I can't find it, it, it bothers me. So, like, I 
just has there ever been a time where somebody stole something from each other? Yeah, my purse got stolen. Stuff gets stolen all the time. People steal. That's why I got a lock on my. I got a key. Uh, I got a lock. That's why I said, do you want my key? That's why I said, do you want my key so you can get in my tank? Yeah. It's a lot of thieves out here. It's a lot. Jamaica do, or just in the suburbs they put it. It's thieves everywhere. It's people that don't even live here that come in this bitch and just go intense and steal shit. Really? Yeah. No, that's why we keep our shit locked up. Oh. Wow. Yeah. When I leave, I lock my shit up. If they slice my shit, somebody just seen. There's people just in yeah. the stints that be looking, you know, that motherfuckers don't know that they be looking and they see. You know? Yeah, yeah they, they be scared of me. They just be looking out the crevices. Yeah, yeah. huh? People that don't live here just come here and do all that? Yeah. I thought they come and steal shit out of the security. Like the nigga that don't even live here knocked down three tents down there on Jamaica Hill the other night. Mm. When that fight happened, after that fight, knocked down three tents that people lived in. This shit be going on. So that food, that y'all get that food and breakfast and stuff every day down there? We get food all day long down here. Donuts come. Uh-huh. We get food, we get cases of water, ice, all that. All day long. Personals, everything. Uh, brother down there? Who? Chris. Chris. And his wife? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to talk to her. I need some meat. Tell, tell Chris I need to talk to his wife. Tell him to walk down here, please. Because I need some bleach. What security system are you talking about? No, I know security system. Like when you leave, you gotta say keep an eye, like somebody, somebody around you. Keep an eye out on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that. Cause it's people like that though. You know, it's people like that that'll just come down here and fucking fuck it up your foot, ruin your shit. Scotty, Scotty, no, no, that motherfucker. He don't live here. He come here. He breaking people tents, take shit, sell shit. Who is Scotty? This nigga that come down here on a bike. Mm. He the one that knocked down like four tents down at Jamaica. Well, but they don't be coming down here to the suburbs. No, they come through. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They, they just be looking at our tents and shit. Like we done got a couple people doing it, you know? What do y'all do here? What's happening? Like, you go the fuck off. Oh. What do you do? <laughs> Spies out. Bug is gonna stab the shit out of one of them. One night. Since last night. That's all young men. He was 
Yeah, yeah he down there high. He came from my west. He just got here. Oh, this is what happened. This is what happened. They be down there. They come from my west. They be high. They sit down there. Well, if they don't, she comes straight to her tent. How many kids? They ain't kids, really. Like, how old is you? I'm 17. See, they 24. Like, the youngest one is 24. Cause I saw a woman with like a young son, but she she just didn't live here. Or? They don't live here. That's probably Chris. And my, that's probably my brother and my sister that I'm talking about that brought this. I know they the ones brought this. When I seen this, I know they gotta be here. They bring chicken fries all the time when they come. I need some bleach. They Muslim. That's my sister. She uh she cool as hell. She love me. She always be bringing me big old bottles of bleach. Where you going, Bama? You feel like going down there to go see you to go on.